0: So I just have one question for you. Are you ready to win? Winning with waterfall racing is all about being a part of a community that supports each other. We have top age groupers, we have beginners, and we also have a group of the most incredible pros and we're all here to support each other on this journey of triathlon, endurance sports, and really just to get each other through life. You're gonna love our podcast because we bring a mix of professionals, age groupers, mindset leaders, everything coming together to help support this journey, to help us become the best version of us in chasing this sport that gets quite addicting, to be honest, but it's all there to help us achieve one thing, and that's to grow and to become the best version of ourselves. So welcome to the Waterfall Racing Podcast. So it is Thursday morning, and I am rolling on down to the undie run that's getting ready to start. This week is just magical, you guys. So many incredible, beautiful, strong women everywhere. Uh, you know, so much excitement, so much hype. I know so much work has gone into this. And I'm getting ready to meet up with the team. We're going to do a run and a swim, then go get us, us Just a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, we'll see how this podcast comes together because it's been so crazy. I haven't really been capturing everything like I can. Plus, the, the service has been in and out. But uh, here we go. I'll try to capture some pictures of this as well. Okay, so here it is. The Kona Women's Edition of the Ironman World Championship. And I'll be honest. It's been kind of a, a procrastination project for me. Number one, of course, you know, going and coming is busy. But on top of that, I think this finally signals that we are it's officially over. I'm officially home, back to normal. And um, I just... Didn't want to part yet with such an amazing journey, such an amazing time uh, connecting with so many of you. And then, of course, the day itself was just, you know, something that I think all of us will keep to our hearts forever. And, you know, what made it so amazing was, uh, I put a post on this on Instagram, it was just... The fact that there was over two thousand women—not just women, but strong women—and to look around and to 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 know that they each had really unique stories, they each sacrificed um, and had overcome so much to be there, and then to get out on the course, and you know, as we're all struggling, I'm um, looking around. And everyone is just plowing through. I mean, I saw women throwing up and then getting up and, and continuing on. I even saw women getting off the bike, throwing up and then jumping on back on their bike. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, blown away by how high the standard was raised of uh, for that day. Normal, normal was to get out there and push and not let anything stop you. And, uh, you know, unless you were there, it truly is hard to to put into words the true extent of what that day uh, was like and what it felt like and what a privilege it was to be there but we're gonna jump in today i have a few fun uh interviews and i went back and forth you know i was going to grab some of um, some more of the pros that competed obviously big congratulations to taylor Nib, who showed up in her debut and just oh my goodness i can't even fathom um you know what an incredibly strong day she produced it was so impressive um especially being her first time at that distance and then Danielle Lewis I can't say enough how how fun it was and and how much it meant for all the time she poured into our team leading up to the race uh you know while struggling with still deciding with her health, whether she was even going to race. And so that emotional journey and challenge, uh, instead of focusing on herself, she poured into us. And I'm just so proud of her for having the courage to show up, to start the day, knowing that it very well could, uh, you know, end in heartbreak and um, knowing it was going to be a hard decision throughout the day to figure out whether to, to push forward or to pull out. But, you know, she showed up and she had the courage to start. And I'm just so proud of her and grateful for her. So I figured I'd give them a break. I know, uh, you know, there's been so many incredible pro stories out there and you've been able to tap into them elsewhere. But what I captured, what I decided to capture was, number one, a huge, huge win for one of my pro friends, Alex Watt. You're going to hear her story of... Um, you know, what happened so special on this day, not only to finish your first Kona World Championship as a pro, but then she had the best surprise waiting for her at the finish. And then I caught up with our some of our age groupers at our breakfast uh, the following day and just got their take on it. And then I also talked to two very excited little girls who were just so inspired to watch their mom race. And it's just so cute and um, such a reminder of why we do this, and that's to continue to inspire those who come behind. So let's jump in. I'll start off with, uh, you know, just my first post-race thoughts, and then we'll jump into hearing from everybody else. Well, I am sitting here on my balcony the morning after the race, and I just wanted to catch some of my raw pre-race thoughts. Um... Before I head, we're going to have a get-together with our waterfall crew at um, Papa Kona right here. So excited to see everybody. But you guys, (laughs) that was the most epic, epic race um, of my life. It was my first Kona. And it definitely, you know, just the week leading up to this, the hype, all the activities, seeing everybody. And then just to take in the course Uh, truly magical, truly epic, and uh, it's everything to strive for. If your goal is to qualify and to come do the Worlds, I can only speak here for the Worlds at Kona. Um, It's definitely a a lifetime experience type thing. But uh, real quickly, I'll just take you through my race recap. I was so grateful that I was able to uh, do the, the practice swim on last Sunday because that really just made me so much more confident, so much more comfortable uh, to get out there. Because as you know, when, when you look out at the course and you see those buoys and you can't even see the last one, especially for me, not, not you know, the swim being a, a w- more of the, my area of opportunity, I'll paint it in a positive light. Uh, you know, it's intimidating, it's very intimidating. Uh, but swimming in Kalua Bay this last week and being able to do that practice training swim, it you know, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Kahlua Bay is definitely, um, there's something awesome and special and magical about it. So actually when I woke up race morning, I really felt super calm. Like, um, I felt really prepared. I felt like, you know, in a way this is more fun and, and, uh, you know, it's, Maybe going to be a step harder than some of these h- crazy hard training days my coaches put me through. But I get to do it with friends and aid stations. And I really was calm um, going into the race and just excited, which which really surprised me. But it was a great way to start off the day. Uh, I started off, uh, you know, right away getting down there. Um, and then uh, ended up seeing Trixie and, um, and Caroline. And. And got a picture with them real quick, saw some other team members, jumped in line with Sierra and saw Bella. So Sierra and I were able to stand in line together and get ready for the swim. And I had, you know, for me, I had a good swim. I mean, it's still, I'm, I'm just so proud of myself to be able to get out there and, and swim in the bay like that. And, uh, you know, if you look at my time, no, it's nothing impressive, but it was literally mid-pack, um, which for the Bay for me for that distance. I'm super proud of it. And, you know, when you see where you placed, I came in with a a huge, huge um, group of mid pack women. So, you know, literally, it was just a matter of who got on the steps first and got out, you know, as far as the placement. So um, was really proud felt really strong after the swim Uh, ran in there to transition, we had tents was able to change jump on the bike and you know start the course and and honestly I felt really good. Uh you know the course starts off right away you're kind of climbing a little bit these little rolling hills but you're in town so you have people cheering for you super fun super exciting and then you start uh you know to to head up and uh beautiful ride beautiful ride as as we head out and um you know get all the way up right at oh I forget uh, that little town that starts with a K it, right before you start to climb hobby. My coach was actually there. So it was good to see her, um, you know, that far into the ride. And then you guys then climbing up to a hobby, um, you know, this is like any other typical age group riding course, you know, the people are everywhere. Um, the women weren't just all in the right lane nicely letting somebody pass on the left there was like clusters of groups so all of a sudden I look over and the official is holding up a blue card and telling me (laughs) that I got a penalty for drafting and I looked I'm like we're like in this huge group like where else am I supposed to go Uh, and they were like well you were five you were only five bike lengths and you're supposed to be six and I looked around and I was like is anybody six lengths apart like it's so like crowded um but anyway i was just so thankful and grateful and and truly just taking in the day with so much gratitude that i was like i'm not gonna let this ruin my day and um you know one of the things i've learned from interviewing uh the pros and and everybody is that everything's an opportunity you know to turn it around right so i thought you know what i'm just gonna take this as it'll be a little rest that I need to get once I get to the top because that's where the penalty tent was I'll take my little rest and then um you know I had everything I needed I thought I'll just skip my special needs um so maybe that'll help you know make up for that lost time and that's exactly what I did so uh you know I, I I I painted it in a positive light the only thing that I will say had a bigger effect than it was just a five minute penalty so Yeah, it definitely changed my average, obviously, of my bike and everything. But um, the bigger thing it affected was I I rode so cautiously now. So, like, I wasn't necessarily always, I don't know, I I was just scared to get another card, right? Because I was like, if they gave me a card for that, how the heck am I supposed to ride to not get another card? So, it, it really... I don't know I stopped riding I rode a lot less aggressively and that is what actually had a bigger impact on my ride and slowed me down because I was just so nervous to you know to to get in that situation again because I don't even know what happens if you get two I thought is it do they disqualify you or do you get a 10 minute penalty I, I didn't know so um that's actually what ended up affecting my ride more was just after that I was just so cautious and so scared and and, um, you know, didn't quite ride as aggressive. But anyway, um, aid stations were, I feel like they were perfectly apart. Uh, got that cold water on me. Would refill my uh, hydration in the front. Uh, you know, all in all, just really, really good. Uh, really good ride. Uh, never really felt bad. Um, but it is true. I think, I think in any fold, the last 12 miles... It was like, all right, already, I'm ready to get off this bike for sure. Uh, But beautiful, definitely took the time in to look around to, you know, to just take in the beauty and, and what a privilege it was to be racing uh, at Kona. So then get back into transition, get ready to run. And um, the main thing that slowed me down was the tent. Um, I, I spent way too long the potty the the porta potties in the tent were completely full and every time I'd like see one open I'd run to get there and somebody would jump in and then I'd look at the other side and then someone would jump in and so I probably wasted an extra four minutes uh five minutes that didn't need to be used uh waiting on that porta potty so I don't know looking back I don't know I don't know what I would have done different maybe just taken off and and um waited for one on the run and and you know jumped in and out real quick but yeah, the, the start of the run is so incredible. You come out, um, you know, there's all there's a huge crowd. You run through town. I saw my coach along the run. Uh, you know, so much encouragement. It's awesome. And then, you guys, then you climb up Polani And that is the most intense climb at that point, for whatever reason. And um, you climb Polani. So many people were walking it, but I did run, you know, run said loosely up palani and then when you turn and see the queen k it hits you mentally and you're like oh my goodness because you can just see as far as you can see you see people running like little ants uh and you're like i have to go that far and no matter how far you run uh you only more distance comes into view and then you see the energy lab and then You think okay i'm at the energy lab and then you get in there and you realize it's a long way to go and come back and then on the way back you're running uphill and then uh you know thank goodness uh for me you know by the time i got there the the sun was starting to go down because i can't imagine midday how hot the energy lab would be and then coming back up um, i did end up finishing in the dark Uh, So it was actually a benefit, I think, to be starting later in the day because my conditions for the run were actually super nice uh, temperature-wise. The aid stations were awesome. And I will say the part of the run is so fun seeing everybody out there, you know, teammates and other people. But uh, yeah, that last mile when you're almost done, you think, yes, only a mile. You get into town, uh, you hear the finish line. You think only one mile that is the longest mile of the entire race because then you end up going down through town and you're like okay when when do I get to do the turn when do I get to do the turn and then finally before you know it there's a downhill and actually Trixie was on that downhill so awesome that she waited there for me and then you turn right and you see the finish line and yes it was the most amazing feeling so incredible so grateful you know just lived up to all the heights so i definitely had an incredible race day it's exactly what i wanted i just wanted a day where you know i was strong and um, didn't have any nutrition issues or anything like that Uh, but yeah it kicked my butt definitely uh you know understand why it is the world championship course All right. I am here post-race with Kirsten Miller. And uh, we tried to record this previously, but we had some issues with internet. But she went into this race right out of surgery. Um, Shoulder, mentally
1: it was tough. How did you feel going into the race with that whole situation? I was a little bit uh, relieved, actually, in some ways, because I had no time goals anymore. But I just needed to get through it. And I had a little um infection risk so i couldn't swim going into it but then i was finally okay and i could swim and so i was just super excited to do it and i kind of missed doing some of the sports because i haven't been able to so i was just really excited to go do it
0: so um, your best part of the day, and you said you got to the swim, was just finishing. You felt like a rock star, right? Like you had won the whole race.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My husband has this funny picture of me just, like, with my arms up like I won it. <laughs> and, I mean, I was slow, but I didn't care. Like, that was my biggest concern was getting through that after the collarbone.
0: Oh, my issue. goodness. And so bike,
1: run, give, just give us a highlight
0: of, you know, what was some of your takeaways from the day, what you were thinking throughout the day, how it went.
1: I was just so like full of gratitude to be able to do it and the bike was fun. It was not windy which we got really lucky with that because I was a little concerned about the crosswinds and if I was going to be comfortable on the bike after crashing but I felt great and it was so fun. The camaraderie out there with all the women like cheering each other on on the bike and everything and then the run was a fest. Oh my god <laughs> I mean coming up like Pilani and everything it's like oh my god and then Coming out of the energy lab, like, those last few miles were tough. Just could not wait to turn and come down
2: Polanyi. I uh, know. Uh. That's such
0: a strong day. Congratulations. And I know you, like me, we're just taking it all
1: in right now. We're
0: probably going to be struggling a post-race depression big time because this is such a high.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, what after this? I haven't signed up for anything because I needed to see how this goes. So, and, I, and, honestly, I can't really think about signing up for anything right now either. <laughs> we're just going to ride this out for a little bit. I know. For me,
0: I think I was thinking during the run. I was probably about miles 16. I was like, you know, I think Kona one time is good. <laughs> I don't know that I could do this again, but you know how it goes. Of course. Give if us a week. Like, give us give a us week. I know. You had five kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> give us a week and we'll be like, yeah, we're going to do that again. Well, yeah. well congratulations okay, and thanks, thanks for so jumping out here. <laughs> so I am here with two of the cutest cheerleaders who were out there cheering their mom on for the Waterfall Racing Pack, for Waterfall Racing Team. I have, what's your name? Cameron. And how old are you, Cameron?
2: Seven. And?
0: Kendall. How old are you, Kendall? Eight. Tell me, what was it Eight. like to see Mommy racing in the World Championship?
3: It was the best. She worked so hard. Aww. She was really cool, and she's the best mom. Oh, that's so
0: sweet. And so have you guys had fun here at the island, Having, going to the beach? What have you been doing?
4: We have gone to um, the beach and swimming at our pool.
3: We've been going to the beach and going to the pool all right
0: now do any of you swim bike and run do y'all do triathlon do you love it
3: yes i did the kids dip and dash oh what was that like was that super fun yeah
0: yeah oh good well thank you for being such good cheerleaders thank you for cheering your mommy on and one day do you think you'll be out here doing this race yeah yes all right thank you girls so i am here with the mom of the hour kelsey And she is going to tell us about her race day. She had you guys cheering her on. Um, Just the travel to get here was a little crazy, though, with everybody. Yeah, (laughs) it
4: was kind of long. That's the longest flight the kids have been on for sure like almost seven hours. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm just thankful that the girls are old enough to kind of be a little independent, they can carry their own backpacks.
0: So fun. So now this is your first Kona, Kelsey, and you rocked it. You had such a strong race. Tell me, you know, what were you anticipating coming into the race? Did you get what you were looking for? You know, just give me a synopsis of your day.
4: Yeah, I, so before I got out here, I really thought um, this was just going to be the most brutal thing that I would ever experience you know people were like I know what's waiting for me out there that's why I'm so nervous and I'm like oh no like what's gonna happen out there are the winds gonna knock me off my bike and then you know I did the practice swim and I rode to Javi and I
0: was like oh
4: this is manageable and um yeah I just kind of took the day as it came you know
0: and you had some. Was there any moment where you were like, "Okay, it's getting a little dark," or was it pretty much just a strong day all day?
4: Um, I had some gas in my stomach. It's not awesome to talk about right now on the podcast, but there was some turbo boost um, happening out there, and it kind of. I was just waiting for things to just really blow up on the run. Um, you know, I had a few porta potty stops, and I was. Just hoping that it wasn't gonna totally send me into a walk or something like that. That was the only dark time in my my race. Every
0: time you entered the porta potty. <laughs> yeah. Oh
4: man, it's the worst feeling. Now you, I'm still
0: here with your girls. So we have a little clip of them talking. Were you guys at the finish line? What did you think when you saw mommy finish?
3: It was the best best finish ever it was awesome
0: oh it's so exciting and they told me that they're gonna be here one day racing themselves so good luck girls keep chasing your swim bike and run dreams too you have somebody to lead you in the right direction and um we'll see y'all again soon at another race probably
2: okay thank you Bye.
0: so i'm here with emily who had an incredibly strong day here at kona um, So excited. It was fun to see you out there running, running strong. Um, just tell me, you know, going into the race, what was it you wanted? Did you get it? Did you come and get what you were looking for? <laughs> tell us about your day a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, coming into, I mean, I think just qualifying and getting here, uh, you know, so much is put into the journey and, you know, qualifying in Maryland, signing up to come here, just having a lot of gratitude and honor to come to the island and race amongst the most incredible, strong, fit females in the world for the first ever women's-only Kona. So I think just, you know, I just ran proud and enjoyed the day and savored in every mile. And it was awesome to see, like, all the waterfall people out there, other friends, like the volunteers, just the whole island and energy really, I feel like, carried through all the way from the very beginning and all the way through the finish. It's just incredible. Yeah. And I
0: saw you up there, you were nice and strong. You had your hubby there cheering you on. Um, was this your first
2: time to the island, Tacona? Yes, first time here. Yeah, so what's your take on the island? Yeah, it was awesome. I feel like the even the race build up all week, the energy. You know, it was just incredible. So So fun. Well, congratulations.
0: You've done it. You can put that on your resume
2: now. World Championship in Kona. Good job, Emily. Thank you so much.
0: So real quickly, I just wanted to grab one of the biggest wins of Ironman for the day. Um, We interviewed Alex Watt earlier on the show when she, um, you know, got her Kona slot in Brazil. Little did she know that this was going to be so much bigger than just Kona. Alex, tell us what happened uh, when you crossed the finish line. First of all, how did it feel, first pro race, crossing the finish line, and then what was the icing on the cake?
3: (laughs) Well, it was just an honor to be here and race with all these incredible women, and I wasn't having the best day, but I really wanted to soak in all the energy on the course. I was really happy to be there. My legs weren't cooperating on the bike and run, but I just knew that I was going to finish and wanted to be have a respectable time and honor the course and the participants competing and so the feels were just like it was a long day but it went by relatively quick and just had to give cheers to where I gave cheers and we and, saw your emotions when you crossed the finish line yeah. it was emotional I was like cause it's just it's a big deal to get here and I think everyone feels that it's a a lot of work to get here Mm -hmm. and so regardless of your result you know how the journey was here so I already had some emotions crossing the line and I finished and took me a second to realize and I saw my boyfriend Jack sitting there and I was a little surprised to see him but I was like oh cool like maybe he's giving me that he was able to get in he's going to give me my award and like the lay or like the, the finisher medal and did that I hugged him and then all of a sudden he got down on one knee and he proposed right there and I had absolutely no idea I was completely shocked so I got to really live my dream all in one day with competing at the Ironman World Championships as a professional and getting engaged to you know the love of my life all in once and it was a very magical memorable moment and yeah I'll never forget the day I'll probably forget and black out about the race, but the whole week and the day, just just that moment was really special.
0: Shout out to Jack. What a man. This is like a triathlete's complete full circle dream to have somebody number one that supports your dream so much because it's intense. You know, training, working full time to support you so much and then to come to Kona to have the day then to cross the finish line. Oh, my goodness. I have chills. So big congratulations. Definitely one of the biggest wins of
3: the day. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was definitely the cheering on the top of the day and I couldn't have thought of it any better than that so so so, thank you so much we're really excited yeah
0: awesome well there you have it and before i close out uh there were two of our members that i didn't get to catch but if you remember i interviewed bella and sierra stockland and bella remember was our youngest The youngest female athlete to be out there racing, um, just turning 18, and they both had an incredible day. It was so fun to start the swim with Sierra, um, you know, to just be there chit-chatting. And as far as me, if you can hear, I'm just a little bit, I still have a little bit of a head cold lingering, but you know, that kind of comes to the territory sometimes when you run your body into the ground and jump on an overnight flight where you don't get to sleep and you're exposed to so much, but um, it probably actually sounds worse than it feels. And here's the thing, my body itself feels good. You know, besides the usual just fatigue, uh, I've had about a week now of nice recovery and I've decided that I'm going to race Ironman Florida here in November 4th, which is literally right around the corner. So, you know, a lot of thought went into it, but one of my thought process was, man, I put so much work into the full training block. I might as well get two races out of it, right? And then also, you know, um, for me, it's kind of like a mindset shift. Once I get into that mindset, and since I got in there in Kona, I experienced... I know exactly you know how I'm gonna feel it's still fresh in my mind, uh mentally taking on the distance. I just feel like, okay, I want another go at it, right? I want another go at it. I feel like it'll be stronger an even stronger race, and uh maybe put out more risk because i I was really conservative with Kona because I just I didn't want anything bad to happen. I wanted it to always be a day that I remembered, you know, with such good memories. And that's exactly what it ended up being. But hey, Ironman Florida, it doesn't matter. I want to try to go out there and put it all out there and and see where that ends up. So my mom's going to be coming too. She's never seen me race before. And on top of that, it's my birthday. So I'll be bumped up, I think, to racing as a 49-year-old because they bump you up one more year. And I think that's the this this next year will be my last year racing in the 45 to 49. I think that's how it works. So want to get a, a jump start on all of that. So I'm super excited. Uh, we'll see if I'm still thinking that mid race, right? So I want to close out with our mindset minute. And it's just a reminder. Community, community, community is everything. We're so much stronger together. We saw that at Kona. We felt each other's strength. And we would love for you to join our waterfall racing community. You know, even if you're on another team, you're allowed to be on another team and still be a part of our community. We have so many exciting things coming up this next year. Reach out. Join us. Uh, the interaction, the camaraderie, just to all the support we felt there at these races. It's incredible and you don't want to miss out. So if you have any questions, you can DM me at jmcadams5 or just go to our website and you can find out more information there. Well, thanks for joining us on the Waterfall Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Joy McAdams. And if you'd like to find out more or join our community, you can find us at waterfallracing.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram. If you have any mailbag questions or ideas for future guests, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at jmcadams5. And remember, when it comes to training, sometimes it's just about showing up. I love the mantra, anything is better than nothing. Some days it's just about that consistency. Remember, consistency is always king. Happy training.